0: John Mice here, and in today's training, I'm going to teach you how to sell consulting or training on the fly over email, Skype, instant chat, telephone, or any other form of communication. So let's kind of define what we're going to sell here first, and then I'll define how we're going to sell it, and some of that definition is going to be by undefining, so letting you know how we're not going to sell it. So the first case is... entitled this how to sell consulting or training you can sell just about anything using the process that I'm going to give you here so if you sell coaching or you sell coaching programs or you sell info products or you sell boxes of CDs or videos or any so consulting or training is almost generic compared to anything that you can sell you can also sell custom packages you can sell custom info products you can sell custom consulting, you can sell custom coaching, et cetera, et cetera. And I will share with you how to do that as well. So let's define, first of all, let's undefine what we're not going to do here. Okay. What we're not going to do here is use um some one, two, three, four sales formula. Okay. So what a lot of people teach, and I've taught it before, and I've I've learned them. Okay. They teach a you know one two three four five sales formula. So you ask these questions and you you tell people these things and you give them the benefits, not the features. Um, I say that sarcastically and with wit. Um, you you know you, you have these closing lines and you know you have all these closing lines to determine whether or not people qualify and then. Um, you know, do you want to do it? And now there's lots of scarcity and pressure. So, you know, I'm just kind of giving you some examples of different kinds of formulas that you may have been exposed to or that, my goodness, you might be an expert at, okay? But what we're going to do here is we're going to do something that does not require any kind of a formula, okay? Now, having said that, I'm going to give you some examples of things that you could say, and it'll be real easy for you at the end of this at the end of this training to go back and say, okay, well, Sean gave us, you know, whatever, 27 different lines because those are things that he said, and then you could formalize the whole thing and say, okay, that's the formula. But as soon as you do that, it doesn't work anymore because as soon as you box your your conversation into a formula, now you have to master your formula in order to sell. You have to master your using your formula with all kinds of different people to sell Okay, instead imagine that you could do on the fly, you could talk to anybody offline, offline, offline or online, on the telephone, off the telephone, in email, Skype, Facebook, instant chat, or any other form of communication on earth, and if they need your coaching, consulting, training, info products, whatever, or a custom solution, and you are willing to deliver whatever it is that they need and that they can afford whatever price it is that you're willing to operate at and that you are willing to operate at whatever price they can afford, okay, that you can take these qualified individuals and get them to buy and enroll in your coaching, your consulting, your training, your info products, et cetera, et cetera, and you can do all of this without any prior preparation, without having a script, without having a one-two-three formula, without having any closing line, that's what I'm going to teach you to do today. Okay? And so I just encourage you that when you learn what I do today, although I'm going to give you re- some real-world examples of some words I might use, I encourage you not to try to formulaize those words and then go repeat those words at like a parrot in your communication. Instead, take them for what they are, and that is, an example of what some of those words are. Okay, so um, what is this going to look like? So I've kind of undefined it, said, hey, this is what this selling is not going to look like. What is it going to look like? It is going to look like a personal conversation with someone that uncovers what they really need, discovers whether you can help them with what they need, and if they really need what you are really able to help them with, And they would like help with that and you would like to help them and they're financially qualified to pay for your help and you are willing to charge a certain price and all of those points come together, it should be a no brainer for someone to sign up and work with you. You don't need special lines to do it, you don't need special closing lines to do it, you don't need to throw in scarcity to do it, you don't need any of those things. Now, having said that, you know, come on. If you've You know, invested $20,000 in the past to learn one good closing line that works really well for you with your tonality, with your personality in the right scenario, and then you kind of maybe layer that on to what we're talking about here. Hey, if it works for you, you know, you could use it. Maybe a little bit of scarcity works really well for you. Great, you can use it. Scarcity backfires for some people. Okay, and, and so all of that to say, without giving a bunch of different examples, sure, if if you've developed over the years a little opening line that you really like, can you use of course you can use that. But remember you don't you don't want this whole thing to be scripted out into a formula. Instead what you want to do is go into that conversation with one thing in mind. Find out if or how you can help the other person if you can, then discover how you can help them and discuss that with them, okay? And then when it's agreed that they need what you have and you can help them, then you talk about the money and, hey, as long as the money lines up with their needs and what you're able to help them with, then it should be a no-brainer for people to enroll with you. And so that's the process that I'm going to share with you today. Before I get into the, kind of the details of this process, I want to dig into something that I think is important for this, and that is just general human communication, okay? General human communication. In order for you to be able to communicate with people effectively and have this conversation without using a script, without using some pre-planned set of questions, you have to be able to communicate effectively on the fly. I'm not going to teach you how to do that today, okay? I'm going to teach you the model for doing all this, but if you know inside of yourself that someone comes up to you and asks you what time it is and you get shy and your hands sweat and your heart, you know, goes to 180 beats a minute, then you can't remember what side of your hand your watch is on to tell them the time, okay? You're probably not going to be able to do what I just shared with you on the fly, in order to utilize this, you're probably gonna to need to get a little shyness training perhaps. Okay, and and practice having people ask you what time it is. Okay. Practice having real conversations with people. Okay. I, I sometimes what happens in our world today is that we become some people become so comfortable with texting and abbreviations and and uh and that type of thing that when it comes to a real world conversation with some argument and some debate and some relationship and some genuine need searching, et cetera, et cetera, that maybe as humans we're beginning to lose touch with those skills. And if that's where you're at, I would encourage you to study the art of communicating, the art of listening the art of meeting in the middle, the art of negotiating, okay, the art of relationship building because all of those skills are going to be skills that are naturally going to come out and be needed in this process of selling, consulting, or training on the fly over email, Skype, instant chat, offline, online, over the phone, or any other form of communication. And the form of communication really doesn't matter Okay, but you have to be able to kind of go back and forth with somebody. Okay, so if you're the kind of person, if somebody asks you a question, you freeze up. Maybe you need to hire a few people, or encourage your wife, or your husband, or your children to just barrage you with questions for a week, and you can get really good at answering questions. Okay, or you know maybe you know when somebody asks you about prices, you freeze up. But maybe you need to have some flashcards around the house. And all day long, people in the house, every time they go by you, they ask you the price. And after a while, you get really comfortable with that. So, And I don't know what these roadblocks are for you, but whatever your roadblock is, whether it's price, whether it's opening the call, whatever it is, you, you, you've got to practice whatever that thing is in a real or virtual environment until you've overcome whatever that obstacle is so that you're able to communicate freely. So having said that, without getting into any more, you know, on on communicating, let's go into the process for doing this. Okay. And our, what we're going to do is we're going to go into this conversation with the concept of finding out what people's needs are so that we can evaluate whether or not we can help them. And then once we've evaluated whether or not we can help them, then we find out a price at which we can both agree Okay. now obviously if you already have a pre-programmed price for your program and you're not willing to alter that then you know then it's really a matter of hey, does the person that you're negotiating with willing to meet your price Okay. Now, having said that while we're on the topic you know let's just say that you have a four thousand dollar program and your client is willing to invest three thousand dollars to learn whatever it is you have you know, might I suggest that you simply alter the program a little bit for that particular client, take out some component so that it's fair to everybody that purchased it at 4000 okay, and, and sell your, your prospect to your client that particular program at $3,000. I, I think, just again, just an example here, okay, so I'm not giving you ideal price or anything, but just an example, I think that sometimes what holds people back is that they have these preconceived notions about what their stuff is worth. You know, hey, I've got a five hundred dollar program, I've got a two thousand dollar program, and I have a ten thousand dollar program, and I won't budge. Well, I think you're leaving some you're leaving some money on the table, okay? Um, it's, and I, I believe that a second place where people really get hung up is they've got a preconceived notion of exactly what they can help people with, and so they go into the conversation telling every telling other people, I can help you with this, this, and this. Do you want that kind of help? Well, most people aren't even understanding the language that you're using probably, and so their response is, well, I don't really want something just like that. But if instead you were to start out by asking questions to find out what they really need, and then you were to find out that if you could meet all of those needs, would they want to do business with you, and then you could personally evaluate whether or not you can meet those needs instead of stuffing people into some pre-programmed package, and then it would be very easy for you to make an evaluation, can I help this person or not? Let's talk about if you cannot help someone. Let me get this out of the way. I used to when I taught this type of thing, I would leave it at the end. I'm going to put it here near the beginning. If you evaluate your prospect and they need something you don't have, my recommendation is to politely tell the person that you, don't, you can't help them with that. And that's a difficult thing for a lot of people to do okay especially if you know you got dollar signs in your eyes and you know you really believe this person would invest $5000 with you if 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 you had their solution but you don't have their solution you know is it worth taking the money and then going out and learning it and having to create a new program you know just because you had dollar signs in your eyes probably not and worse yet if if you really don't know the topic and you're just trying to learn it just to take the money i mean my goodness what kind of quality can you give that person anyway I believe you're much better off saying, you know what, John, that's not. That's really outside of my area of expertise. I'd like to recommend you to somebody that can help you. Okay, Or if you don't know anybody that can help them, you say, John, you know, that's really outside of my area of expertise. I can't really help you with that. And leave it at that. And some people have a really hard time saying those words, and so they end up spending 45 minutes trying to talk people into buying something they don't need or want because you don't have what they need. First of all, be willing to admit when you can't help someone, okay? So now that we realize that if you can't help someone, you're not going to do business with them, how do we find out if you can or cannot help them? I'll tell you, what I like to do is just ask them, what are you looking for? What are you struggling with? What is going on in your business? What is going on in your life? What is, Now remember, I'm not scripting these out. They're not in the order. I'm just throwing suggestions of questions that you could ask. You know, it's kind of like kind of like when you come home from work and your wife or your husband is, is at home and they want to ask you about how your day was. They don't need to use some specific words to ask about your day. They could say, how was your day? Did you have a good day? You didn't have a bad day, did you? Um, how are you today? Are you feeling tired? You look a little tired. Oh, you look excited. How was your day? There's just like eight different ways that we could ask the same question. We don't need to script that out. We don't have to rehearse it ahead of time And when you're talking with a client, you don't have to rehearse that ahead of time either. You can simply recognize that your goal is to find out what's going on. It would be just kind of like if you wanted to go see a movie, but you wanted to make sure that you might like it before. you, you, you You might ask a few people who have seen the movie, what did you think of the movie? Did you like the movie? You think I would like the movie. Now we don't have to script these questions out. If if I were to if I were to suggest to you, you know, go find out if you might like a new movie that's out. You wouldn't have to ask me to script out the words to ask somebody. You would just go ask them. It's the same thing with this this, this telephone call or this email or this Skype or whatever. Okay, you can get on Skype start using some examples here. You can get on Skype. And, uh, you begin to chat with somebody and they say they need help with something. And you might say, hey, let me ask you a few more questions to really decide if I can help you or not. So what's going on with this? And then they tell you, you ask more questions. You ask more questions. You keep asking questions until you know their problem inside and out. Okay? Until you believe you can genuinely make a decision about whether or not you can help them. What's our first crossroads? Can you help them? If the answer is no, you say, you know, you know, Tom, I don't think I can help you with this. I don't think I'm the right person with, for this. But I wish you the very best of luck. And it's over.
1: Or on the other hand,
0: you, maybe now you found out that you can help them. What could you do at this point? What could you do at this point? You could write them back. This is Skype. Let's say it's just Skype. You can say, you know, Tom, I, I think I can help you with this. I mean, do you? And you can just ask them, do you want help? You know, I think a lot of people are afraid to ask that question. Do you want help? Why? because they, they've been trained, if you've gone through sales training before, you've been maybe taught, always assume the sale. Never ask people a question they would say no to. Baloney, ask them the question. If they say no, what am I going to say? I'm going to say, Tom, well, if you don't want my help, yeah, we probably better get off. i got three other people waiting in line. Now, what's going to happen there? One of two things, he's going to backpedal and go, yeah, yeah, I really need help I just met. And maybe we'll have a bit of a conversation. I don't know. I'm not afraid. I'd rather have somebody tell me no than to waste my time trying to assumptively close somebody into something they don't want and aren't going to use anyway. Think about that. Think about that. And for some of you that have had extensive sales training, you know, this might be gnawing at you right now because you go, boy, this just goes against everything that I've ever learned. This is not a sales conversation, folks. This is not a sales conversation. Obviously, our ideal outcome would be, hey, they buy. But this is not a sales conversation, folks. This is a discovery conversation. This is a chat. This is what can I help you with. And if the answer comes up that you cannot help me with anything, we want to move off of that conversation as quickly as possible. Let's go back to Skype. We're having this conversation over Skype. Having this conversation over Skype, and we write back after bouncing back 10 or 15 times. I've been asking a lot of questions, figure out what's going on. And I say, you know, you know, Tom, I, I can help you with this. And now, ball's in his court. He'd say, well, I don't really want any help. Okay? Well, deep down inside, I'm going to think, wow, we just wasted 10 minutes. And I'm going to get off that Skype as quickly as possible. Okay? What's probably going to happen is Tom's going to say, oh, okay, well, how can you help me? Okay? And so now, based on all the information that he's just told me, I can tell him how I can help him. I can do this, I can do that, we can get this done, what do you want, what do they want done, I can help you with all of these things. You know, would you like help like that? And their response is, well, yeah. Now, again, if their their response is no, then what do I do? If they say, well, I don't really want help like that, what would be the natural human response to that? I mean, let's use another example. Let's use a movie. Let's use a movie. Somebody says, hey, would you like to go see a movie tomorrow night? And you respond, yeah, yeah, I'd like to go see a movie with you. And um, they say, well, what kind of movie would you like to watch? And you say, well, I could watch an adventure flick, or I could watch, you know, um, you know, you know, whatever. I could watch an adventure flick, or you know, I could watch skydiving, or whatever. And you have five different options, you know. And they say, well, I don't want to watch any of those. What what would be your natural, just human response? Well, what do you want to watch? Right? What do you want to watch? You didn't have to script that. You didn't have to get it out of a sales notebook. You didn't have to put it on a notepad. You just, internally, you just know that if they say, I don't want to watch any of those movies, their natural response is going to be, well, what do you want to watch? So if somebody says they want my help and I tell them how I can help them and they say, I don't want help like that, what should be my natural response? My natural response would be, well, what kind of help do you want? It's just that simple. Well, what kind of help do you want? again, I'm, I'm not scripting this for you. This is just one example. This should, these questions should come naturally based on what people say to you in the conversation. So they say, well, you know, what I, what I really want is, and then they tell you what they want. Now you've got to go through your mental computer real quick and, and go, can I deliver this? And if you can deliver it, now you can say to Tom, you would say, well, you know what, I can I can do that for you. And maybe you'd state it back to him, whatever, it was part of a conversation. I I can do that for you. It's just like if you're having this conversation about the movies and you ask this person, well, what do you want to watch? And they say, well, you know, I'd really like to watch a movie about, you know, um, Hawaii, for example. And then you, what could you say? You could go, well, yeah, I'll watch a movie about Hawaii with you. It's just that easy, right? No, scripting. Same thing here. So Tom says, well, you know what I'd really like? I'd like to do this, this, and this. You don't even have to have a package made up for this, folks. Okay, let's go take it back to Info Business. Let's say the person, you know, you've proposed a big package, 20 hours of one on one help, you know, 20 hours of pre recorded really cool training, and um, three months of unlimited email access for $7,000. Okay? That's what you've proposed. But Tom comes back and says, you know what? I, I really don't want um, email access. I don't like email. I don't need email access, and I don't think we need to spend 20 hours together. I think we can probably do this in about six, and you give me the recordings, and I'll learn, you know, that's what I'd really like. Okay, now, you can be locked into your pre program package of twenty, twenty and 20, and $7,000, and, and not take this client on, or... You can say, you know what, I think we can do that. Let's do six hours and we'll do the twenty hours of training and we'll do six hours of one on one. You want to do this, Tom? It's just that easy. It's just like the movie. Yeah, let's go see the movie about Hawaii. It's just that easy. Now Tom's gonna say, you know, what how much? Okay? So we freeze up when we hear how much. We get scared about that number. What's scary about the number? We we can take two, we can take two paths here. If we've already talked about a package let's say we've talked about this $7,000 package and now we're cutting it into some parts, you know, where's some paths we can go down. What are some paths? One would be, well, what do you think it's worth, Tom? I mean, I don't even know what it's worth. I mean, I, I, this is a custom package I'm making for you right now on the fly. What do you think it's worth? And maybe Tom gives you a reasonable number and you're done. No, No hard work. Okay? Or... Or you could come up with something on the fly, right? You could say, "Well, Tom, I don't normally have a package like this, but I mean, my my whole enchilada package is seven thousand dollars. The the twenty hours of training is worth twenty five hundred. The the time with me is worth you know hundred and fifty an hour. So you know it's it's basically going to be thirty four hundred for this particular package." Um, And I'll give you a secret right here. I'll give you a secret right here. Whenever I'm doing something like this, I'll normally build in some kind of discount to what's going on. Because of the fact that we're talking over Skype right now, and and I think you're going to be an easy client to work with, assuming both of those statements are true, um, you know, I'll go ahead and knock $500 off right now so it's $2,900, okay? Or, you know, another example might be, let's say... Let's say that you build up a package, let's say that you get on the phone, you've got a 20-hour training package you want to sell for $2,500, but they don't want the training package. What they really want is 10 hours with you personally, okay? That's what they really want, okay? Um, So what we could do with that particular scenario, so the question is, what are you willing to sell that for? You know, if you work with somebody for 10 hours. Um, what are you willing to sell that for? Your normal rate is 300 an hour, so it would be $3,000, right? But let me ask you this. If, if this person wants some training that you don't have, wouldn't it be nice to record this person's training with that person one-on-one? Wouldn't it be cool to record that training, package it up as a box of MP3s, so that the next client that needed exactly what Tom needs, you could just give them the MP3s. You wouldn't have to coach them one-on-one. Wouldn't it be nice? Would it be nice? Would you be willing to give Tom a discount if he allowed you to record your 10 hours together so that you could package it up as a product for future people that might have the same need? Would you be willing to discount it a bit? So it's $3,000 of your time. Would you be willing to discount it to $1,500, $1,200? $1, okay? I, I, I think it would be well worth it to do something like that if now I could sell it as another product, right? So now I just honestly, I just say, Tom, you know, You know, you know that my normal fee is $300 an hour, so 10 hours would be about $3,000. I mean, we may go an hour over. It might not be quite an hour, but it's basically $3,000. But if you will allow me to record these lessons and allow me to, you know, sell them to other people who have a similar need that you do so I don't have to do one-on-one with them, I'll, I'll knock it all the way down to $1,200. Do you want to do that? And what does Tom do? Tom's excited about this. You've gone through this entire process, folks, of talking about what Tom needs. You've agreed exactly what Tom needs. You have exactly what Tom needs. It's a, it's a price that Tom can afford. It's a great value because he's getting $3,000 worth of training for $1,200 for a, a good reason. People have to have a reason. You give them a discount with no reason, then it, it, it feels like snake oil. But if they have a reason, it's a legitimate reason, people love to have that discount. So you build, build that discount in, it's right there. Okay, so how can we do this? I've focused a little bit more on kind of nailing down the end, but that's okay than I really intended. But it's okay. But to give you a couple of examples, now please don't go out and just memorize what I just shared with you and then try to use those words with other people because if they don't come as a, a result of this conversation, those words aren't going to work anyway. Okay, Because this is not about scripting out certain words. What this is really about is having a communication and having a simple negotiation and agreement on, on what this thing is worth. Let's do an example via email. Let's say we're kind of chit-chatting versus, with email, and we have somebody that writes us, and they say, hey, can you help me with that X, Y, Z? And I write back, and I say, um, well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I can help you with X, Y, Z. I need some more information. What exactly is going on with you that leads you to need XYZ? And I want to talk about, that obviously, this is, this is my natural response in life. This is my natural response in life. Okay, It would be kind of like if my wife comes to me and asks me if, if I would like to do X, Y, Z, and maybe it's something that I'm not crazy about doing. Or maybe it's something I know from experience that she's not crazy about doing. Or maybe I don't even understand fully what X, Y, Z is. Am I'm not, I am not in a position to give her a yes or no answer to that without asking some more questions. Am I? I'm not. I have to ask more questions. So I might say, well, why do you want to do that? You don't usually want to do X, Y, Z. Or I might say, well, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not really feeling up to it, but I mean, is what, why, you know, is it something that's important to you? And she'll tell me. She'll say, you know what, it's not really important. If you don't want to do it, it's no big deal. Or well, she'll say, you know, it's really important to me. Um, I'd really like for you to do that, but it's okay if we don't. Well, what am I going to do? I'm probably going to lean towards doing it. We have to have this conversation. So if somebody just asks you out of the blue, can you help me with X, Y, Z? If you just fire back, yes, I can. In a lot of ways, you just shut down the conversation. Because now their response is going to be, okay, well, how much? Well, now you're really stuck, aren't you? Because you never found out what they really need help with. You just responded to X, Y, Z with a lot of pride that you can help them. Yeah, I can help you. Well, how much do you charge? Oh, well, now I've got a problem. I don't really know what you want. So it's critical that if somebody asks you, can you help me with X, Y, Z, Maybe you respond with "Yeah," but I certainly need some more information before I can determine how how well I can help you. And you ask them some questions about the scenario. They write back. They give you some more responses. Now, what can we do at this point? If we want to, we can continue this conversation via email, and they sign up with us. And boy, folks, I have had so many—I cannot count the number of people who have bought a training from me, or even. Bought coaching, although coaching is usually, usually I don't sell coaching just via the email, you know, just back and forth like that, although sometimes I do, more likely it's a product, okay? And we'll cap, we'll continue this conversation. I'm not going to go through all the details because I just gave it to you with Skype. It's exactly the same on email. It's exactly the same. I find out what they need. I answer or ask all the questions about what they need, okay? And then... I tell them, yeah, I, I can help you, and they say, okay, great, well, how can you help me? And it's just discussion. I'm not going to give you a scripted out words here. I'm not going to do it. It's just a discussion, and so we talk about what I can help them with, what they based on what they need, what I can help them with, and then, well, we talk about the money. We come up with a price that works for both of us, and we put together a package that works for them. And You'll notice I keep using these words, put together a package. Folks, if I'm having a communication with somebody on Skype, email, telephone, whatever, I am not selling a certain product that's prepackaged. Now, I may deliver a certain product that's prepackaged simply because they need exactly what's on that download page, and so it used to be really easy for me to send them the download page, right? But I'm not going to sell them that download page. I'm going to sell them what they need, And then if that download page includes those things, I'll send them the download page. And a lot of times in having these communications, what they really need is parts of product A, parts of product B, and parts of product C. And so I'm going to sell them A, B, and C. I'm not going to sell them A, B, and C. I'm going to sell them the parts that they need. And I may still send them the whole download page and just say, hey, Tom, let's say there's 10 recordings on product A, but Tom only needs one, five, and six. So in the email I'm going to say, hey, here is here is a page for the first thing that you need. You don't need anything except lines one, five, and seven. Or one, five you only need recordings one, five, and ten. But I don't need to go through the whole process of cutting all those out if I don't want to. I could if I wanted to. But I really want to impress on you the concept of a custom package. You're always, always well, always, that's too strong for a word. But you can you, you There's no reason why you can't customize just about everything that you sell over over the phone, over email, over Skype, instant chat, anything like that. You may end up delivering something standard as long as the something standard encompasses everything that you sold. Okay, but what I don't like to do is just say, okay, well, there's this box of CDs and, you know, it's got what you need and it's so much. I'm selling the result that they're able to get. They told me they wanted me to be able to do these things. This is what they want. They did not come to the call. They did not come to the email. They did not come to the Skype conversation asking me the following question. Hey, do you sell a box of CDs? I mean, really, when was the last time somebody asked your genuine prospect asked you, hey, do you sell a box of CDs? How much do you charge for a box of CDs? I mean, come on, a box of CDs, you can go down to the local business store, and you might go buy a box of CDs for 10 I mean, That's a going rate for a box of CDs, right? Nobody comes to you and asks you, can I buy a box of CDs? Well, don't sell a box of CDs then. You're going to sell the brilliance that's on those CDs. If somebody comes to you and they need issue A, they have issue C, and they have issue X, and those three issues are taught in your box of CDs, what am I going to sell? I'm going to sell the training of A, whatever I said, A, C, and X. And then I'm going to say, John, A, C, and X are three core components in my XYZ training program. Okay. And what I'm going to do for you, as a bonus, I'm going to send you the entire training program, so that you have everything, not just AC and X. Okay, so it allows me to deliver the box of CDs, but I'm not selling the box of CDs. I'm selling the information and the transformation that's going to occur in Tom's life as a result of listening to what's on those CDs. And the same thing with coaching. We can customize coaching any way, any way that we want. We can customize coaching anyway. I'm going to give you some examples. Let's just say that you hold a weekly group coaching call, and your client, your prospective client, does not want a weekly group coaching call. What your client really wants is to meet with you on a group coaching call two times a month. Okay, if we are stuck inside of a box... We might think I can't sell two weeks a month of coaching because I don't have a two weeks a month coaching package. But in reality you do. Because you, if you're, if you are doing four weeks every month anyway, you just assign Tom to show up on the first and third weeks. Tom gets two weeks a month. Maybe Mary comes along and says, you know, I only want to talk with you once a month. Well great, I'll sign you up for the first, the first week of every month. Okay, that my coaching program for you is the first week in every notice all the customization that I can come up with here. Okay? So let's say you have a client that says, you know, I really don't like to communicate via email. Will you communicate via Skype? You could say, Yeah, I'll communicate via Skype. Now I personally I don't like to communicate via anything that I that except for the email, I just it's it's a nice little box. I can put a ribbon on it at the end of the day and I know it's finished. Okay? I don't want Skype telling me every four seconds that somebody wants my attention. So, therefore, if somebody wants Skype communication, I mean, if if it's a one-time consultation and they're paying me for it and I set aside the time, I might do it. But in terms of ordinary, normal, no way. No way. That's me. And, And actually, that's good for you if you are willing to do Skype because maybe somebody won't sign up with me because I won't, but they will sign up with you because you will. You can customize any way that you want to. You can have smartphone access. You can have email access. You can have instant chat access. Okay. Some coaches say, you know what, you can call me once a week. Here's my personal cell phone number. The only thing I ask, don't call me after 6 o'clock at night. Don't call me on Sunday. And don't call me more than twice a week. Okay. you, You might think that that is imposing on you. But let me say two things. If you sell a year's worth of access and limit people to two, two times a week they can call you, they may call you ten times the whole year. Seriously. They may call you only ten times the whole year. If you say, well, it's not worth my time, then the question is if they're only going to call you on average ten times anyway, make it, price it in such a way that it will become worth your time. Would it, become, would it be worth $200 per ten-minute phone call? Would you accept that? If I offered you right now $200 to have a 10-minute conversation with you, would you take it? I think most people on this call would take it. Okay. You'd take $200 for 10 minutes. Okay. So then maybe that package, that part of the package is priced at $2,000. $2,000. And that would probably end up being a good deal. Now, if you wouldn't take $200, maybe it's $400. Okay. And, by the way, if you have one client then they may call you twice a week, every week for a year, okay? But if you have 25 clients, you'll have some clients that only call you once ever, and then others that call you every week, and then others that call you from time to time. So if you have 25 clients, my guess is you won't average more than 10 of those inbound calls per person. Obviously, if this is – notice, I'm not telling you what's right or wrong here very specifically. You have to make that distinction on that customized phone call that customized email, that customized Skype, whatever it is, to decide how can you best work with these people, how can you best help these people, and are you willing to help them the way that they want help. Okay. And and here's the thing. If they want unlimited email access and you're only willing to communicate on Skype, guess what? No deal. And it's okay because that's not what you offer. And I think that's what's critical about this conversation is it's a converse, just like making a decision to go to a movie with your friend. If you both can't agree on a movie to see, then maybe you just go have coffee instead, right? There's no hard feeling. It's the same way here. If you two cannot agree on a coaching that works for them, well, you just agree to, to not do coaching. And you know what's really funny? I've discovered this time and time again. Many times I'll have a conversation like this with somebody over the phone or email or Skype, and we agree that working with me is not the best thing for them. (laughs) Guess who buys a $500 or $1,000 package next week via an automated email? Yeah, the person I just talked to. Why? Because we've built trust and bonded, and even though what I talked about on the phone was not right for them, or I was in the wrong mood, or they were in the wrong mood today, doesn't change the fact that they still have that need and if two weeks from now i make them an offer for something that meets that need they may go ahead and purchase whatever it is okay so let's kind of review what we're doing here and again i've been very careful here not to script anything out because you don't need a script a script is a crutch and it's a crutch you don't need okay here's what you're going to do you're going to find out what they need what do they need email skype instant message telephone what do they need? Once you find out what they need, then what do you do? Then you're going to tell them that you can help them, and then you're going to have a discussion about what that's going to look like, and then you're going to find out, do they like the way it looks or not? And you, you figure it out. It'd be kind of like if you're a lady, you go to the store and you say, you know what, I want to buy a new dress. You don't necessarily buy the very first one that you see. You certainly don't buy the very first one on the rack. What do you do? You go in and, you know, if, if you're efficient, maybe you just pick three of them and you go try them on. You come out with the one that you want. And if you're like a lot of people, you might try on 25 or 50 over several hours, and then you go to another store and you try more on, and then you go back to the first store and buy the one you tried on first. Is anything wrong with that? No. Now, for your husband, it might be, um, might be dreadful. Okay, but is there anything inherently wrong in that? Pr- no. Telephone calls no different. You're going to discuss what this package is going to look like. You're going to make it work for them and for you, and you're going to agree on a price that works. Folks, it's just that easy. It can be done with any of these modes of communication. Okay, now, if you find, you see, some of you are better off to just type because that's how you communicate well. You, you don't think really fast on your feet. You need the 30 seconds between, you know, Skype's back and forth to think of what you're going to say next. Maybe you're better off closing everything you do over Skype or email. But some of you, you like to talk on the phone, and phone's fun, and email's not. So what do you do there? Well, somebody asks you via email, hey, can you help me do such and such? And you write back and you say, I'm not sure. Tell me all about exactly what you need help with. And you write, answer back and forth a couple of times, and then you know that you'd rather get on the phone than do the rest of this on email. So what do you do now? You invite them to get on the phone, right? I don't even have to give you words for this, although I'm going to, okay, just because out of example. Please don't take these as scripted words. But what you could do is you write back and you can say, um, I, I think I can help you. But I think it's gonna take more than a couple of emails back and forth for us to figure out exactly how I can help you. Do you have a few minutes we can just jump on the phone? If they don't, then they probably wouldn't have had time to finish the email anyway, right? And if they do, then they say yeah, and you say, Okay, um here's my phone number. Call me. Or you can say, What's your phone number? I'll call you. Doesn't make any difference which, does it? I mean there's some psychological differences there. I don't think that's important. You just get on the phone you talk to them. You get on the phone and you talk to them. And then you continue the conversation. You can do the same thing with Skype, with instant chat, with email. And folks, I haven't mentioned the social networks at, at this point. So like Facebook and things like that. But if you're having a conversation on Facebook, could you do the same thing? Could you get somebody to enroll in coaching or consulting or training right there on Facebook? Absolutely. Or could you have part of the conversation on Facebook and then say, hey, you know, I, I think it would be easier if we kind of talked. Let's go to the phone. Do you have a couple minutes? Great. What's your phone number? It's just that easy. It's just that easy. And, you know, I do that sometimes with texting. So a friend of mine, I don't, I don't care to text. Just, it's an interruption in whatever I'm doing. I do not like to text at all. So a friend of mine texts me. If he asks me a question requires a yes or no answer, I might hit yes or no back. If he comes back with another question, what am I going to probably do? I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to call him. Okay. Now, could I respond? Hey, you know, let's let's talk on the phone. I could, but I mean, I think for texting, it's just I mean, depends on relationship, I guess. But I know I just pick up the phone and call him. So, in my daily life. I naturally escalate things from a text to a telephone call, naturally. So it's natural for me to do that with email, Skype, whatever the case is, and I believe it can be natural for you. Okay, so summarize the process. No scripting. Find out what they need. Find out if you can help them. Ask them if they want the help. If they do, agree on what that help's going to look like. Okay? Have a value in mind that it's worth to you. Um, you can either approach them with that value or find out what the value is for them. You can work up from their value or down from yours, whatever, negotiate a price, and deliver the program, the coaching, the consulting, the training, whatever the case is. Folks, I believe I have just given you my formula for selling coaching consulting on the fly, this email, Skype, instant chat, telephone, any other form of communication, and folks, I believe that if you will internalize, not memorize, but instead internalize what I've just shared with you and begin to practice it, you will be amazed at the results that you will get with just simple chats, and and by the way, when I say simple chats, I never know when one of these is going to happen. Okay, These things happen on the fly. Somebody asks you a question on the fly. I don't know when I wake up that somebody's going to ask me at 3 o'clock if I have some questions and that at 3.20 they're going to roll in my coaching program. I don't know that. This is on the fly. So it's not – when I say on the fly, I really mean on the fly. And you can become prepared to be able to sell coaching, consulting, info products, custom packages, whatever, literally on the fly in any environment if you simply internalize what I've just shared with you, and folks, that's what I encourage you to do. Go out and do it.